What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 189. We're here on Thursday, June 4th. Scorcher. Well, in the Northeast, it's hot. I guess in the (laughs) South, it's hot, too. Uh, summer has arrived, and you know what that means. It's Cambodian murder. Rest- yeah, murder. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like the first warm weekend in Chicago during yeah. Memorial Day, and they had what, like 40 yeah, murders? It's ridiculous, I know. Or 40 scores shootings. Of, scores not 40 of people murders. get shot. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Memorial Day, Labor Day, Independence Day. Anytime there's a holiday weekend, yeah. Chicago becomes a war zone. Uh, even during a global pandemic, yeah. which apparently isn't a thing anymore. Oh, I don't yeah. know. No oh, it's one, been canceled. No one, yeah, it's canceled. It's been yeah. canceled. No one thinks that's important. Clearly, they're all protesting with no masks, all yeah. touching each other. Because we'll remember, racism is just as deadly as COVID. And we're going to talk which about is that. Yeah, not true. By <laughs> that the way, story that. is ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, so the bottom line here is that we, as a country, must restore law and order to our streets. Yeah, we cannot have our streets be total anarchy. Yeah. I mean, one New York police officer described Monday night's events in Manhattan as it looked like it was Iraq. Yeah. They had, for all intents and purposes, they had lost control of yeah. the city. Yeah. And not the whole city, just Manhattan. Yeah. Which but, is a huge part. Of that, that's a major part of the city. I mean, that's where the commerce is. Yeah. I mean, right? yeah. Like, Wall, I was surprised they didn't go after Wall Street. They just went after the merchants. Uh-huh. They just looted the materials. They loaded their cars with looted and then got out of well, there. Well, Wall Street. And I was also surprised can, they didn't really set fires yeah. or anything like I'm that. I'm just saying, either. like this is the, the, these rioters. For I mean, they're they're smart. I mean, Wall Street, you're you're bound to get pinched in there. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's a very narrow. Well, of course. I mean, they're going to protect gonna get, the trade yeah, center and yeah, stuff like that. that. So, and they probably have barricades there. Um, I mean, that big that big bronze bull that they got in front of yeah. Wall Street actually provides a lot of protection. <laughs> yeah. Um. So last night was another night of mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, it's not that bad. In general. Now, there was cases of violence, but nothing like the widespread violence that we saw for the previous six days before that. Yeah, it was not not as bad. Um, We did have two NYPD officers shot and one stabbed in the city last night. They haven't released the information, the full information on this yet, whether it was related to protest activity, whether it was a direct targeted attack. Some people are talking whether it was some sort of domestic terrorism or assassination attempt. So no one knows that yet, and I don't want to, yeah. you know, speculate too far on that. Yeah, but our I, cops I've are seen, under attack. I've seen ISIS speculation. So yeah. let's 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 cool our, the jets. A our bit. cops are but, under yeah, attack. They are. Um, they are. You know, that's I I think probably where this is heading next, and I hope it yeah. doesn't because if cops get more and more attacked, things are going to escalate badly. Yeah. Um, and let's go through the list. I mean, four cops were shot in St. Louis. Two were shot in uh, Las Vegas. One of them was shot in the head. Is on and is on life support. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's still on life support. Mm-hmm. Um, New York, we got. I mean, they're getting targeted everywhere. Yep. Run so, over in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, they got run over in New York. They yeah. get stones thrown at them. Yeah. A cop was getting beat up and surrounded by yeah. an angry mob. I mean, yeah. honestly, this they is talk what about well, De Blasio. This is all De Blasio, right? Right. There right. They talk about excessive force. Yeah. I mean, the restraint that that officer had yeah. when he was getting beat up by four people mobbed around him yeah. to not pull out his gun and start shooting, yeah. I could tell you I would have. Hell I mean, yeah. I don't have the balls to be a cop. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. But that that was the extreme restraint on his yeah. part. And the NYPD has faced a lot. They get no support from leadership. No. I Except mean, for Cuomo. Even the commissioner kind of sucks, honestly. Well, look, yeah, um, well, commissioner has to now basically walk that that, politi- the, yeah. that political thread. Now, right, you know, right. you can no longer be like a Carrick. You know, like a mm-hmm. like a law and order. Like this is this is my job. I'm going to protect the and city. And Bernie Carrick has been yeah. uh, criticizing the response immensely. Yeah. You know, um, but you the NYPD to... stepped up the yeah. the night after and the night yeah. after that, which was last night. Yeah. Much less violence. Although I, I did see some videos of them. They they were kind of being a little rough with peaceful protesters. Yeah. Which is yeah. just – no, no, but but I'm just saying typical de Blasio. You don't do anything when the city is on fire, and then when the city starts to calm down, the police are unleashed. Yeah. It's just well, like – Well, the problem like, also – like, the, problem, the problem there also is that you have curfews, yes. right? So if you're not going to enforce the curfew, don't call a curfew. Yeah. Right? And, sure, and if sure, you're going to enforce yeah. it, usually when, what happens is these protests are peaceful. Yeah. They go to enforce the curfew and start arresting people. Yeah. And then they get – thrown at them yeah. or they get abused or yeah. pushed and then the cops are going to yeah. escalate and push back and start beating and so if you're going to do a curfew make it like dusk like 7 p.m ish mm-hmm. don't do this like basically midnight curfew bull 
Well, there's no curfew in D.C. tonight. So we'll see what happens. Oh. Philly has a curfew. New York has a curfew. L.A. suspended its curfew. But L.A. has been surprisingly peaceful. Yeah, the LAPD. Have because they like, called in the guard. I know about that, too. Yeah. But also, the LAPD, I mean, who have experience since the city did blow up in 92, right. um, have been actually very good. Their police have been very good at kind of dismantling these the the the, the riffraff. I mean, I, was, I watched it on live television a couple nights ago. They basically surrounded the protesters, and then they all sat down <laughs> and, yep. and, and were dispersed. Of, so. And so... You know, people are freaking out over a lot of things. Yeah. They're freaking out over President Trump for, um, you know, the usual, but also saying that, you know, he, he, you know, doesn't want to support these protesters or whatever simply because he wants law and order. Yeah. He doesn't want riots. He doesn't want anarchy. He doesn't want buildings or property destroyed, people's property stolen, looted, burglarized, all of that, right? So – but they're, you know, they're forgetting one thing when criticizing President Trump and in, in, you know, the National Guard and yeah. quelling the riots. Yeah. Let's not forget what Barack Obama did, right? Mm-hmm. Condemned the rioters S-thumps. and supported the deployment of the National Guard to quell civil unrest yeah. on multiple occasions. Yeah. Was that fascism? Oh no, because uh, Obama did it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Obama did exactly. It. Yeah. And you have a great story about that, right? Yeah, he now. called them thugs in yep. 2015. He called the Baltimore protesters thugs. Yep. Yep. And there's. A massive, massive support among the public. I was shocked when I saw this. 60% support sending in troops to yeah. quell riots yeah. right now and, and restore order to our streets. People are in favor of the of the peaceful yeah. protests. I'm fine with peaceful protests. Same here. Do what you, know, do what you think is right. Yeah. But the second you turn to violence it's is over. the second that the government has the authority and yeah. the duty to step in and protect law-abiding Americans. Yeah. That's their duty and to protect their property. So many people have said – Oh, if you care more about property than, like, black lives, you know, you're just an evil white supremacist bigot. Oh, really? I mean, you could care about both. Yeah. You could care about both. Well, tell that to David you, Dorn. Right. Tell that to David Dorn. Mm-hmm. The black retired police chief or yeah. captain. I've seen both. Yeah. Well, he was a police uh, – he was a captain and then he retired and became a police chief of a, a very small – Oh, okay. Small okay. slice of the – This of man the was retired. You know, served his yeah. country, his town, his community, yeah. and was shot down by a bunch of animals, yeah. looters over some fucking TVs. Yeah. yeah, and and this guy, I mean, they, they've raised over two hundred fifty thousand dollars for his family online. Yeah, good. But this poor guy was just trying to help his yeah. friend defend a pawn shop. Yeah, like, do, does his life life matter? I mean, and it's that's, funny how it's it's. I mean, if this was any other situation, his name would be plastered all over the news media. Yeah. Yep. Because he's a black cop, goes yep. against the grain, goes against the narrative. He has to be smothered. Yep. And his memory's smothered. And, and so terrible. one of our reporters, Ellie Bufkin, she has been traveling the Northeast Corridor, going yeah. city to city, Baltimore, Philadelphia, uh, taking a look at the damage from these riots, but also uh, looking at how coronavirus has impacted these areas. She caught a moment uh, yesterday where an African-American woman came to Philadelphia City Hall following another night of riots in the central part of the city, uh, and got on a megaphone and basically dismantled this whole argument of why are you killing each other, Yeah. right? Why are you rioting? Why are you destroying minority-owned businesses here in our city? What good does this do? Let's take a little listen to a clip from that. Black Lives Matter, but you only show up when a white person killed a black person. But every day, we kill each other. Where are you? Now you have the circus. They hijacked all the protests. Insurgents. They are committing domestic acts of terrorism. These are Americans. These are not people in Syria. These are not people in Iran or Afghanistan. You have Americans committing acts of domestic terrorism. So hell yeah, the military is coming to town, mother. Nice. And, and, and nice. she says, you have Americans committing acts of domestic terrorism. So hell f-ing yeah, the military is coming to town, motherfucker, because <laughs> nobody takes America. Nobody. That yeah. flag on their arm means something that you don't understand. And I like honestly, I was so moved watching that. Yeah. I mean, it's and you can watch the full thing on YouTube, uh, on Town Hall Media's YouTube. But it was it was really moving. Like people have had enough. There's video after video of black shop owners saying, Yeah. Why are you doing this to us? Yeah. 
we're supposed to be your people. You're yeah. over, over. This isn't going to bring yeah. George back. No. This isn't going to bring anything back. And pouring more bad on top of bad. Yeah. How is that making anything uh, better? And also, like the the, the intercepts Lee Fang, who's being just grip just destroyed by socialist Twitter right now uh-huh. because he because he's sharing vi- similar videos like this. He has a a black uh you know person that he interviewed because he's on the ground covering the protests saying, why is it we all get freaked out when. You know, a white person is 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 responsible for you know killing a black guy. Right. But you know, when a black person kills another black person, there's like stunned silence. Yep. I.e., like the gang violence that has engulfed Chicago for right. the past five years, and no one's right. ever talked about it. And apparently, that is pr- promoting the black on black crime narrative yep. that is uh, well, more racist. You know, or more black people were killed in Chicago. I think in the last few weeks. Yeah. Than have been killed by police in the yeah. last few years. Yeah. So, you know, there is a discussion to be had there. Yes, yeah. we could talk about the police, and many local police departments do have some issue officers that, yeah, that yeah. they probably need to get rid of. Yeah. I mean, I'm a staunch supporter of police. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Every group of people has bad apples. Yeah. That's just, that's just the law of averages, yeah. right? Yeah. And – We're human. It's, there's there's going to be some bad right. people that the cracks. Uh, granted, I saw that Mayor Garcetti has made it um, mandatory that cops who who witness misconduct have to report it and or 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 must step in mm-hmm. and report it. Again, I, it's kind of sad that it has to be made a requirement. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. you know, you would hope. I mean, I mean that that stuff is common sense. That's not anti-police. Well, all this anti-police rhetoric over the years yeah. has caused uh, officers to insulate themselves yeah. to not. Look at Baltimore. Like that yeah, because look at Baltimore. Of things that happen. Yeah, yeah look at Baltimore. Yeah. And now we got all these crazy people. I mean, even the yeah, the New York Times is running op-eds calling for the defunding of the and the abolishment of the police. Right. Which is and even, let's not forget just, just out of control. Let's not forget that the places that this kind of stuff is the worst in yeah. major cities. Yeah. The police departments are corrupt. Yeah. They are corrupt. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore, especially in Baltimore. Baltimore has had a history of false arrests and people's rights being uh, drugs being planted. Yeah. You Chicago, know. Chicago PD actually had, I believe, had had like a quasi black site. Yeah. Where they kept people interrogated and 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 uh, barred their law- legal representation. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there, there are areas absolutely where the police have, have been out of control. But, but the police have the right to defend themselves. Yeah. And as Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany explained to reporters. Reporters being used very yeah, loosely no, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Democratic because, operatives. Let's call them democratic operatives. Yes. Because that's what they really This, are you know, we thought coronavirus coverage was bad, but this yeah. coverage has taken oh, it to a whole new God. level. Uh, but specifically, Jim Acosta, she had to smack down that the police and <laughs> other law enforcement officers have the right to defend themselves because uh, the administration has been accused of tear gassing, quote, peaceful protesters. Uh, so let's take a listen to Kaylee McEnany making clear. No tear gas was used and no rubber bullets were used. So let me first address no tear gas was used and no rubber bullets were used. used. So again, no tear gas was used, no rubber bullets were used. Let me chemical agents were used. Let me back up and she was gassed. Others say they were tear gassed in that area. Well, no one was tear gassed. Let me make that clear. That's been confirmed by DOD and by Park Services as well. So let me go back and address what happened because there's been a lot of misreporting. Um, First, I would note that these protests that were going on um, in the morning, AG Barr had determined that we needed to expand the perimeter by one block on each side. Um, He was surprised, AG Barr, when he arrived at the White House to see that that perimeter had not been moved. Um, So he said that we needed to get going with moving that perimeter. He told the officers that out there. Uh, That was late afternoon. So that decision was made in the morning, first of all. Uh, The protesters were told three times over loudspeaker that they needed to move. And what happened was it grew increasingly unruly. There were projectiles being thrown at officers. Frozen water bottles were being thrown at officers. Um, Various other projectiles. And the officers had no other choice than in that moment um, to act and make sure that they were safe and that the perimeter was pushed back because as we all know a church was burning in that very area the night before um so the appropriate action was taken it was taken it was burning the night before which which would which um enforced the decision to move the perimeter on each side by a block so that church would no longer be in harm's way by the rioters but it's absolutely uncalled for to throw bricks absolutely uncalled for to throw water bottles that are frozen at police officers and she's right. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. uncalled for to throw bricks. It's uncalled for to throw water bottles that are frozen at the attorney general. Yeah. That's what they did, right? Let's let's 
so first first off first off the let's talk about the tear gas stuff now because this has been reported by the news but it is total bullshit. yeah yeah the police themselves say tear gas was not used so contrary to what the mainstream media has reported it was simply smoke right yeah and you can say okay you shouldn't be smoking the protest whatever right the the smoke was deployed after being asked to move back three times on the loudspeaker three times they were peacefully asked to move back refused lawful orders right then they threw objects at the police in the perimeter and attorney general Barr, and he ordered the park to be cleared that's what happened let's not also forget that the attorney general ordered on sunday night after the riots the violent riots outside the white house where they were attempting to breach the white house gates and the u.s secret service had to put the white house on lockdown and take the president to the bunker this was ordered on Sunday night that the perimeter be extended around the White House. Yeah. It was not enforced. So Attorney General Barr went down there to look at it himself, saw that it was not done as he had previously ordered, had that water bottle thrown at him, and he ordered them to extend the perimeter out, and they did. Now, mm -hmm. the story doesn't end here. No, no. Because the liberal media still runs with this lie that they used rubber bullets, they used tear gas, they did nothing of the sort. Yeah. They just the ran only away. time that the police escalated was after they had bricks and rocks and other objects thrown at them. After these quote quote you know peaceful protesters had started to deface federal property and destroy federal buildings in that area. And Rick Grinnell, who lives on that block, corrected this reporting because, you know, people uh, you know, watched it on TV and think they saw everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Kucinich tried to say that tear gas was used just for the photo op. Grinnell informed oh, that she was God. wrong because he witnessed firsthand what happened just prior to the president leaving the White House. He said, quote, I am temporarily living on the block in question. Where were you? Because property continues to be destroyed. Stop giving aid and comfort to rioters. And boom. It's very clear that the property destruction was real again. Yeah. And that they were they were violently attacking police with objects. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not a peaceful protest. You can't call that a peaceful protest. Yeah. So that whole thing is just one big loadable yes. and almost almost as bad as the Trump Russia collusion fiasco. Yeah. Yep. I mean it's so, classic fake news. It is classic fake yeah. news. And now we have a former Obama official securing bail for a rioter in New York City that threw a Molotov cocktail at one of NYPD's vehicles. So yeah. one of two corporate lawyers charged in a Molotov cocktail attack on a police vehicle is out on bail. Oh, Thanks to shocker. Salma Rizvi, a former Obama administration official in both the state and defense departments, uh, has guaranteed the bail of Aruj Rahman, who attacked this police cruiser. Yeah. Well, listen. Right? And as we mentioned, we had NYPD officers stabbed and shot in yeah. the overnight attack. Yeah. The union president, the NYPD union president asks, are we surprised? Yeah. I mean, are we surprised, right? Yeah, no. So the— I mean, you have an anti-police mayor. Yeah. Uh, a mayor— You have a commissioner uh, yeah. who says things but doesn't follow with action. Doesn't. Uh, the mayor's daughter is engaging in the protest of uh, the riots, and 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 he said uh, the boss said that he's proud of her. So I mean, I mean, there there is no moral authority or, or leadership here. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm waiting for Cuomo should just come in and and, and displace him. Mm -hmm. That was the move, dude. That's, that's, that's like, sound like a mob boss. Like, yeah. I will come in and displace you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that was interesting. I mean, it was an interesting choice of words, and it was yeah. specific. It was it very was. specific. It was, and. As all of this has happened, uh, Americans have taken to gun stores to arm themselves at a rate that we have not seen yeah, in a, a long, long time. time. In a, a long, long time. time. And just since the coronavirus outbreak began in March, we've had record high gun sales yeah. month after month. Yeah. Now, the lines are longer than ever at these gun stores. Yeah. On Long Island, there was a gun store that had a line four hours long just yeah. to get in the store. By a, a Chinese immigrant. 
owns the sports shop and yep. he was saying that people up to four hours they were waiting they're mostly buying rifles and shotguns because you need you need a whole bunch of permits and stuff yeah. to buy handguns in new york because it's, yep. it's a draconian state on the, on which is shotgun is all you need but for your shotgun, house yeah i mean and these are these are they're 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 supporting minority-owned businesses they are afraid of the looters this even is in not burbank the police. even in burbank and los angeles the gun stores have long lines yeah people need to defend themselves yeah. as we've always said buy guns and buy yeah. ammo i don't think we need to tell you listeners yeah. that because i think you've taken care of that already yeah but in this country you know what happens when the police say we're withdrawing yeah as happened in you know minneapolis yeah so you know it's 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 just you know, what happens when and, you need and to usually, protect yourself and usually around this time even when i think obama was in office there was kind of like a lull period you know it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of like crab season you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there's a lull period there's a rest period no six million guns sold in the past three months yeah. So, I mean, COVID started this, the, the lockdowns and, and the general, you know, nonsense from that business mm-hmm. spurred it. But uh, the rioting. Well, let's, so let's talk about. People are about, protecting what's theirs or, or, or what they have left. And that's indelibly right. American. And that is very American. Exactly. Yeah. They say, oh, you can't support both, you know, yeah. not rioting and black lives. Get the yeah. f- out of here with that. F- what is, what is, let's who talk makes about, up these rules, man? Well, you know, it's it's the radical leftists <laughs> that make up these rules. Yeah. And let's talk about the New York Times debacle. Oh, my God. Because, uh, so yesterday the New York Times published a an op-ed from Senator Tom Cotton, right? Mm-hmm. You would think that an op-ed from a sitting U.S. senator would be something that could be published, yeah. you know? And whether you agree with the opinion exactly. or not, just debate it, he's right? A, he's, a sitting not so US, much. he's a sitting U.S. senator, right? Not so much, so... Yeah. He wrote an op-ed saying that Trump should call in the U.S. military to stop riots under the Insurrection Act. I don't think we need to go that far at this no. point. But Tom but Cotton's hardcore, though. He is. He I mean, is. I mean, but, I mean, you knew where but, he was going with this. You know, say we get to the weekend or something, yeah. and things spike out of control where the guard can't handle it, then it is the president's yeah. duty. It's the president's duty to quell civil unrest. Let's not forget, George Washington marched 13,000 troops down yeah. to Pennsylvania. yeah. To quell some civil unrest. Yeah. So, which, but I support the protesters there because they were. There was the whiskey tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. free, free. Bo- <laughs> but the Insurrection Act has been used many times. Yeah, it was used ninety two to send troops to L A. Yeah, right. So you know, oh, it's LA, not some crazy yeah. thing. It's yeah. not some like just Trump thing. They try yeah. to make it just a Trump thing, yeah. and it's not. But the uh, you know uh, people were. Let's let's not forget riots. Um, uh, I believe the one hundred first Airborne Division was flown in. Yeah, yeah. To uh, to ensure that the, mm-hmm. that 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 uh, desegregation of the schools was was adhered to in I believe Little Rock. No, in Alabama. Alabama, sorry, yeah. Alabama. But, but yeah. the military has been sent to yep. quell or deter possible unrest. So people said that Senator Cotton were calling for war crimes apparently, oh and that he God. wants to violate the Constitution, even though the Insurrection Act is blatantly constitutional and has been held yeah, so many I times. Know, I know. Um, then they said that the New York Times wants to put Black Lives in danger and said it's evil. And yeah. their own staff, yeah. their newsroom staff, who were supposed to be journalists, oh, they had a came out night. against the yeah. opinion section. Yeah, that was ridiculous. How have we reached this point, I right? Know. Yeah. And uh, so oh, now they're calling for people to un, you know, unsubscribe for the New York Times, which I will I call mean, for as well because you know, them. Yeah. But it's just – it's totally absurd that, uh, that an op-ed from a U.S. senator like that could get such a like vicious reaction saying, oh, that shouldn't even be published. Yeah. That's just – the silencing in this country. Yeah. That's what they're attempting to do. Yeah. They're attempting to bully conservatives, you know, traditionalist American values yeah. out of the discussion in this country. And good on the op-ed section for standing firm. Yeah, I but, mean, then they, but, but then they backpedaled. Yeah. And they also backpedaled on the headline on the front page oh, uh, after President Trump's comments on Monday. Yeah. The Tuesday morning uh, headline was President Trump vows to end the civil unrest. Yeah. They but they didn't like that. Yeah. The left didn't like that. Wasn't Joe Biden didn't like that. Wasn't so they changed the headline to say, you know, President Trump threatens to send in oh, troops to US God. soil. Yeah. Well, folks, you know, I mean, I know during the COVID lockdowns, you know, if you were if you were wondering how Chinese propaganda so pervaded the liberal landscape. I mean, here you go. They both have the same ethos. They don't like they 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 want to destroy opinions that they don't like. Yes. Except in China they run them over with tanks. But <laughs> Well, yeah, I saw someone on Facebook this morning comparing the, the Monday's clearing out of the park to Tiananmen Square, and I'm like, "Oh my, slow what? your f***ing roll!" Who? Like, what? Oh my, yeah. That had to, is, is that is that someone from Vox? No, it's one of my Facebook friends. 
Oh but the God. but the article was written on some left wing site, yeah. yeah, like the yeah. Nation or something yeah. like that. Oh my God. Um, the Nation, good on the Trump Russia collusion stuff because they've been attacking it, but not yeah. so much this. <laughs> the, the The main thing that I have here is that there's just another double standard. Yeah. Again, remember yeah. the recurring theme of the show is exposing the double standards. Two of the rules. Left. So Two rules. Do do these following people's lives matter? They're mostly black, yeah. right? But do yeah. they matter? Because no one is talking about this. Remember, we just talked about David Dorn, who was murdered in cold blood trying to help protect a friend's pawn shop from rioters. Dorn's murder was captured on a Facebook Live broadcast. One of the most disgusting, saddening things that I've ever seen. He's yeah. laying there bleeding out on the ground yeah, and his friends yelling over some f***ing TVs. Yeah. This guy served his community, was murdered in cold blood. Yeah. What about the life of Dave Patrick Underwood? An African-American federal officer who was providing security at a courthouse in Oakland, California, yep. shot and killed during the riots. Yep. That was a drive-by shooting. What about the life of 38-year-old of Chris Beatty, a former offensive lineman for Indiana University who was shot and killed? He was also African-American. What about the life of Italia Kelly, a 22-year-old who was shot Monday while leaving a protest outside of a Walmart? Oh and what about God. the life of an unidentified 21-year-old man who was killed in downtown Detroit after someone fired shots into the vehicle during a protest? Two unidentified people in Chicago killed on Monday during the, during the riots. This has to stop. Yeah, They've of, now killed more people during these riots than, than the one person that they're protesting yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that, you know, that justifies it, but come yeah, on. Yeah. You know, we live in a society. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There needs to be mutual trust and respect on yeah. both sides. And yes, you can make the argument that police have done many wrongs over the years to African Americans. What You can make that argument. You could peacefully protest. But killing other people, you have no right to kill other people. Yeah. You have no right to destroy others' property or steal others' property. Yeah. You have a First Amendment right to peaceful protest, and that's I where mean, that ends. Exactly. That's, I mean, and you know, everyone talks about you know, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King brought down the, the Jim Crow South era. You know, just by, right, by his activism right. and peaceful protest and, and, and nonviolence. So it's right. possible. Gandhi, Gandhi brought down the British Empire. Mm -hmm. Nonviolence. And this is, this is, again, the riots have been a majority driven by Antifa-like people. Yeah. Radical leftist Marxists, more so crusading against capitalism than for black lives. Now, yeah. some BLM, BLM rioters have taken part in this for sure. Yeah. But... A majority of them have been Antifa, and, you know, this is going to sound a little crazy, but I think it's all one big plan here, right? You yeah. have the left-wing media in this country yep. driving this narrative, yes. right? The anti-American narrative. Yeah. If you watch MSNBC or CNN for multiple hours on end during the day, as Curtis Houck has done yes. for MRC, God the anti-Americanism anti is disgusting. Yeah. The... Leftist preaching of anti-Americanism is pervasive throughout the media. It's also pervasive throughout academia. You know, our colleges and universities are training a left-wing radical army. Yeah. That's basically what they're doing. Yeah. And there's a great article on PJ Media today by Philip Carl Salzman, how universities are injecting toxic anti-Americanism into students. And professors, he says, professors have ceased to see themselves as scholars striving for impartial and objective knowledge, choosing instead to be advocates of preferred groups and movements and activists advancing progressive and far left causes. Teaching has become largely political indoctrination and administration includes ideological control and suppression of unwelcome opinions. 100% true. Yeah. And it doesn't stop just at colleges and universities. This is pervasive throughout K-12 as well. Yeah. Most teachers, K-12, are liberal. And through this coronavirus pandemic, parents have gotten a window into what their children are being taught in schools. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't like it. No. I will tell you that. No. A lot of people don't like it. But the Antifa connection here, you know, and, and something that the left is saying, oh, there's no connection. What's the connection of the Soros money yeah. to this? He's funding Antifa. Oh, absolutely. He's funding Antifa. And where are these pallets of bricks coming from? Yeah. Where are these bins full of concrete blocks and bricks that the NYPD itself picked up, that the commissioner himself tweeted out? It's not some conspiracy theory. This is fact. In multiple cities across the country, they have found these strategically placed items to aid the rioters. 
They have found pipe bombs here in D.C. They have found cans of gasoline in Minnesota, water bottles of gasoline. The Kansas City police have found it. It's not just, you know, east or west coast. It's through the middle of the country, too. Yeah. The goal is, across major urban cities in this country, to sow unrest and to destroy the capitalist system. That's what Antifa is all about. Yeah. Right? That's the underlying current here. Yeah. The the rioting gets connected to BLM because some of them are taking part. But it but the rioting, a lot of it, and the looting is not in favor of Black Lives Matter. It's in favor of anti-capitalism yeah. and the socialist Marxist movement. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are forgetting about yeah. here. And so earlier today, Project Veritas came out yes. with another phenomenal video. Yes. Another phenomenal video. Check it out. Now, I don't want to uh, play the full four-minute clip here. But I do want to play some select segments. So uh, let's let's roll the best parts of this where they talk about this person who infiltrated Antifa in Portland, the most disgusting place for Antifa in this country. Yep. The domestic terrorism that these people are being trained to do yeah. and how they're being trained to hurt Americans, to kill Americans, and to fight against the capitalist system. How violent is Antifa or RCA in particular? Practice things like an eye gouge. It takes very little uh, pressure to injure someone's eyes. They do not hesitate to either push back or incite some kind of violence. In our classes and in our meetings, before we do uh, any sort of demonstration or black block, you know, we talk about weapons detail and what we carry and what we should have. What is black block? Well, this is black block right now. The term is used to uh, a tactic in which individuals conceal their identity to look uniform so that no one can be identified in an act of a crime. With RCA, it seems much more structured, almost like a company or like a business. So, you know, I feel like there is some type of outside funding influence or resources being used. I mean, it's just, Uh, it's some damning stuff in there. It's, it really is. They're violent, unhinged, organized, well-funded, and uh, lethal. I mean – And this is what we've been talking yeah, about. The, yeah. Remember, conservative media have been talking about Antifa for a long time. Yeah. Do you remember – Julio has been documenting a lot of Antifa yes. activity in the West Coast. I mean he he, he actually got into a very hairy situation. Remember that? With, yeah. Because uh, Julio, he's, he's a Marine Reservist. He had a American flag on, I believe, his backpack. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a sign of fascism. So – they like I think they were, he, he he extricated himself from that situation yeah. profe- like, expertly, but he that, that got nasty. Andy I was no had his head bashed in by yeah. Antifa, right? Got hit by a milkshake. But let's not forget a milkshake full the, of concrete. Yeah, milkshake, yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, 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 concrete. Let's not forget what Chris Cuomo called Antifa. Oh, he yeah. said yeah. that Antifa is similar to the Americans storming the beaches of Normandy to fight Adolf Hitler. Yeah, that's and, exactly what he said. That's and, not an exaggeration. Yeah. And folks. Because and he's and, and that sentiment is not just with him; it's the rest of the liberal media, and it's the reason why they're not reporting on Antifa because they made their bed. They put they went all in defending these clowns, and yep. now they can't they can't take it back. You can't. Yep. It's it's only going to get worse. Yeah. And like I said the other day, I do think this is a dry run for if President Trump gets reelected in November. Yeah. There will be. I mean, you saw what happened when he got yeah. elected the first time. Yeah. But so with no reelection. Trump can de- will without yeah. question invoke the Insurrection Act and just run roughshod over these people. So yeah, I mean, try him, try him. I mean, at this point, you know, things have calmed down a little bit. Yeah, thank God. Right, right. But I am concerned there will be a second resurgence here over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Especially if you know when when curfews are enforced, police come in and they try to enforce that. <laughs> yeah. The, the peaceful protesters then turn angry and violent, yep. and it escalates mutually. Yeah. So uh, watch Georgia this weekend because apparently the Amari shooting, mm-hmm. apparently there was a racial epithet that was I hurled, did see that, yeah. That was hurled after he was shot by one of the guys like that that, that partook. So yeah. there could, be, mm, there could mm-hmm. be some trouble this weekend. Yeah. So... And, and we could talk more about the numbers of these cases and stuff like that, how proportionally it does show that African-Americans do end up in these situations more. But let's not forget cities, Yeah. right? Let's look at demographic makeup, you yeah. know? it's th- This is a large discussion. It isn't just cut. They, they've turned it into this – they've turned it into literally this black and white argument of yeah. Yeah. either 
you're in favor of the rioting and lawlessness and and protecting black lives, yeah. or you're a white supremacist. Yeah. And there's no in between. There's well, they can't. They deal in absolutes. Yeah. You know, they they have to deal in things where there's no nuance because nuance means there's debate and discussion and 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 you know, <laughs> yep. actual progress because they want destruction. They want to destroy the system. Right, right, right. And if you want to destroy the system, you have to I, – I know we're, we're getting into like 1984, but you know like that, that line from one of Winston's coworkers, you know, such a beautiful thing, the destruction of words. I mean yeah. there's a reason why the dictionary in Oceania is only like 70 pages long. Yeah. The more <laughs> – they want to destroy the system. So yep. that's how you do it. Limit the debate. Limit And don't you worry. Thinking. We will cover that at townhall.com yeah. because it's an important story that needs to be told no matter how much we are we – are, Pushed down upon by the left wing media as say you know oh Antifa is just a conspiracy theory and these placement of materials around the country are a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I know. It's all fact. Yeah. It's fact. Yeah. And if you want to compare them to storming the beaches of Normandy, then we've got some stuff for you too. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's all, that, that exposes another thing about the far left, man, which is that they have absolutely zero grasp of history. Oh, I know. Zero I know. grasp yeah. of history, and it's almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But. Yep. Um, you and know. and that leads us nicely into our segment here, which yeah. I have titled "So Fucking Dumb," because <laughs> all of these stories have one theme in common: it's the fucking dumbasses of this country. Oh, I see the sheets. Unbelievable. Yeah, I see so, the sheets. <laughs> let's start off first here. Public health experts write open letters supporting massive protests, saying that yes. COVID is lethal public health issue, but white supremacy is an even more lethal public issue that predates and contributes to COVID-19. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? And so, you know, when our side protests against the lockdown— We're selfish bastards. Yeah, but but when they do it, it's okay. Double standard, right? The chair of the New York City Health Committee, if coronavirus spikes in the Big Apple— Blame racism, not the rioters. Oh, my God. That's what was said. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. And did yeah. you write about this or someone else? I yeah. did. And Leah wrote the, the, the one about the health expert letter, though. Yeah. So Mark Levine tweeted, <laughs> not to be confused with Mark Levin, the good one, the yeah. great one. The great one, yeah. Let's be clear about something. If there is a spike in coronavirus cases in the next two weeks, don't blame the protesters. Blame racism. <sighs> <sighs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's... it's I can't believe these people are real. I mean... Honestly, like these people and, I agree. and, 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 and all, their ex, all their expertise, you, you it's just not ignore. expertise. You just it's ignore it. I mean, that it, it's coupled with them. I'm sure you saw the video of, of the medical workers in full PPE clapping the, the protesters as they mm-hmm, go by. Mm-hmm. It's just like so, <laughs> there yep. is no consistency, it's contradictory, it's liberal America. Right. Where's those health, you know, people? Stopping the protests. Remember, they were yeah, stopping yeah. the lockdown protests. Yeah. Where are right. they stopping right. these yeah. protests? Because exactly. these are equally as dangerous, if not yeah. more dangerous. I thought staying home was helping these people. Yep. Remember, it's helping uh, yep. you know reduce the hospitals' chances of being overrun. Yep. Well, apparently, that was all fake. Yep. And Governor Murphy, Governor Phil Murphy, oh, who's geez. a total jackass, oh, basically towards being a one-term governor yeah. in Deep Blue, New Jersey, may lose to a Republican next time. That's how. That's how deep the dissatisfaction wow. there is with him. Uh, and I've heard it from a lot of people yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. And Mayor de Blasio both say, let's face it, protesting police brutality is more important than protesting COVID lockdowns. Oh, my God. Yep. Okay. So – And yeah. so – Two separate rules there, folks. Exactly. Two separate rules. So you can't open your business, but they can go out yeah. there and protest and riot and yeah. loot your business. You can't reopen your business? How dare you, selfish prick? Yeah. But I'm and protesting George Floyd. Oh, get out there. Get out there as quickly as possible. And New Jersey has moved into some phases, and New York is supposed to move into phase one on Monday. Well, the, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see we'll now. See. now that, I mean, not because of COVID, but just because of all the rioting. I don't yeah. know if it's safe to go outside well, now. Well, these businesses, these businesses have an issue because one of the only assets that they had was the inventory on their store shelves. Yeah. And now that's been stolen from them. Yeah. Their businesses have – some have been defaced, destroyed inside. They have to pay to repair the glass. I mean, yeah, you have insurance claims yeah. and stuff like that. But how will they reopen, right? Yeah. How will they restock the shelves? Yeah. And will you restock the shelves under the constant yeah. threat of a return to lawlessness? Yeah. And it's also right? – it's not like that insurance money is like immediately sent to, into their bank accounts. Like right. It, it, takes, it, a it takes a long yep. time and you still got to reopen. Days can go by. They have no liquidity lost. as it there's is. No, I mean there's nothing. Yeah. I mean it's, it's just it's, – it's, 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 it's horrible. And this one is the stupidest of all. The stupidest of all. <laughs> Three young women have now been deemed racist – 
by a mutated Karen for cleaning up graffiti on a federal building oh here in D.C. Oh, my God. I, I missed this. Three good Samaritans, three white women, mm-hmm. stepped up to clean graffiti off of a federal building in Washington, D.C. A protester had uh, spray-painted BLM on the side of the building. And as the riots and protests continue, these three women were simply trying to wash it off the following morning just to maybe get back to some sense of normalcy so our cities aren't totally graffitied. But a spectator, who I refer to as the mutated Karen, (laughs) stole that from someone else. I forget who came up with that originally on Twitter. Uh, they didn't see it that way. Oh, and, uh, I'm so they, sorry this is happening to you. They said that they were misusing their white privilege, and it's disgusting. Let's listen to this clip, because oh, it really God. is disgusting, but not in the way that this mutated Karen says it is. Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matters graffiti? We're just trying to take care of it. Yeah, we tried over there, and it wasn't coming off. It's still one of those coming off. But why do you want that to come off? Well, I don't. But so you don't care about black lives not then? At all. That's not at all. That's what this. We certainly do care about black lives. Not enough to leave up a message. You don't disagree with the message, ma'am. It's just on the building. We're just trying to clean it. Great. Not not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. Not a great. That's disgusting. It's just unbelievable. It's totally unbelievable to me. That in this country, you could be criticized for helping to make the country better by washing graffiti off of a building and trying to improve the city that everybody lives in that was defaced by these so-called peaceful protesters, which is – that's not peaceful. You don't get to deface someone's property or the federal government's property for that matter. So you got to wonder what the is going on, right? What is going on here? I like – I feel like Mugatu. Am I taking crazy pills? Like, what the f*** is going on in this country? The did people's you priorities. the piano necktie? I did. <laughs> that people, their priorities are messed up. It's yeah, just unbelievable it's, it's, to yeah, me. Yeah. And in Philadelphia, uh, a small business owner of a gun shop shot and killed a looter to defend his gun store. The mayor and police commissioner said uh, that they're disturbed that they would take matters into their own hands. Well, the looter that came into this gun shop to presumably round up all the weapons in that gun shop and then take them out had a gun himself that did not come from that shop. So he was armed. This this rioter, looter, was shot dead. Now, 67-year-old business owner Greg Isabella was defending his business, right? Let's Let's think this through critically because these leaders clearly can't do so. If this 67-year-old business owner, this this man, had not shot this looter and just let him either A, kill him, or B, just take all of the guns in his shop and distribute them to presumably other rioters and presumably then use that to uh, wreak havoc on the city and maybe, maybe even attack police, this guy could have saved tens, hundreds of lives. Yeah. And he's the one that gets criticized? That Again, yeah, the priorities yeah, in this country. Yeah. People have the right to well, defend their that, property that in this country. That feeling is out of control. He's the one that got the yeah. Philly declared a sanctuary city. Uh, the police commissioner, I think, was the former police chief of Portland. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think she had to deal with Antifa. And by deal, I mean, like, not really deal. In this country, <laughs> right. In this country, you have the right to defend yourself and your property. Yeah. And, and and that's I feel very strongly about that. And so another story in Philadelphia, the the Bruno brothers. A lot of people know the Bruno brothers up there. So at their Chestnut Street location on Monday, they uh, – I guess the local management decided to offer complimentary lunch to Philadelphia police officers for the total disaster that they had dealt with the night before with the city going out of control and having to take constant abuse, being pelted with rocks and bottles and assaulted. So they say, OK, let's give them a lunch. <laughs> well, apparently that you can't do that now because yeah. Black Lives Matter freaked the f- out and they sent this letter. They sent this letter, which is basically the ultimate embarrassment, honestly. Like, I feel embarrassed for them. Dear DeBruno Brothers employee and community, 
By now, you may be aware of a situation this past Monday at our Chestnut Street location involving the offer of complimentary lunch to Philadelphia police officers. The decision was made in haste after a night of destruction and looting. It was insensitive, and we sincerely apologize. The sign was removed and the policy is revoked. In subsequent days, we have been challenged to look at our actions and be self-reflective on the impact that they had on our employees and community for encouraging dialogue and growth. We're committed to learning and reforming our efforts moving forward. We stand in solidarity with peaceful protesters oh against racism, injustice, and the senseless violence against people of color. Okay, well, uh, I can summarize that in in in, in one line. Uh, we caved to the to the mob. Yeah, that's basically that's exactly what it is. They caved to the mob. God and, forbid you give a public servant who's yeah. protecting the city, and namely protecting their stores, yeah. a free lunch. Yeah, that's God forbid. That's, that's again that's, the priorities. Yeah. what is going on? Crazy pills. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And that's not. It's not necessarily an old like a new a, a new thing. Cops are routinely allowed to get free coffee. Yeah. Uh, snacks, certain certain snack items at like Seven Elevens, and, it's up and to they the don't business, have to pay. But they shouldn't be. Yeah. The business shouldn't be threatened because no. basically what happened was they were threatened by Black Lives Matter to be looted and rioted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they didn't if reverse they didn't the policy. Reverse policy, I know. It's horrible. We know. We, we, we again. We, we know what's up. <laughs> Got to restore law and order yeah. in this country. Two other quick things here going on, which aren't really quick, but we want to mention them before we wrap up the show. The China Health Organization, the CHO. So there's now a report that, quote, throughout January, the World Health Organization publicly praised China for what it called a speedy response to the new coronavirus. It repeatedly thanked the Chinese government for sharing the genetic map of the virus immediately and said its work and commitment to transparency were very impressive and beyond words. But behind the scenes, it was a much different story, one of significant delays by China and considerable frustration among WHO officials over not getting the information they needed to fight the spread of the deadly virus. China stalled for at least two weeks more on providing WHO with detailed data on patients and cases, according to recordings of internal meetings held by the UN Health Agency through January, all at a time when the outbreak arguably might have been dramatically slowed. You know, they still have yet to share the genetic map. Ah. So, but what you have here now is WHO officials complaining privately as Wuhan Tedros, the leader of WHO, is praising China. So there's an internal battle there now. And from what I hear, a vast majority of the WHO is very unhappy with how they've whitewashed this whole situation for China, which I think is interesting. It's an interesting development because we yeah. hadn't heard much about that before. Obviously, President Trump terminated permanently the relationship with WHO. Maybe it'll come back in the future if there's some reforms from the inside, but they got to get rid of this guy yeah, in charge. No, yeah, I mean, no, nothing can happen until, you know, the, the, the what's, what's that saying? The the fish rots from the head? Yep. You got to get rid of Tedros. You got to, you got to. Probably the rest of the senior leadership. Yeah, you have to clear out all of the Chinese influence here because while we were asleep, apparently, and, you know, this is, this is a little bit on the international community, mm-hmm. they allow China to, to, to turn, to morph the who into a new front in, the, in their geopolitical war. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, yep. here's the thing. There though. needs to be. I mean, to we were the perch. primary funders, correct? Yeah, we had we were. been giving a majority of the we money, were. so we should get to choose. Yeah. who leads it? Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, so I mean, I feel that way about all global organizations, I, I, I know, especially know, yeah. the UN. Exactly. Don't get me started oh, on that. That's a whole episode yeah, in itself. But we need to before anything like this can happen, though, in terms of who being good again, we yep. need to make it great again by removing the Chinese influence. Yep. And so yesterday was the first FISA hearing, the first FISA abuse hearing. Yeah. Rod Rosenstein testified. Now, we basically saw him commit perjury. Well, according to the Michael Flynn standard. Yeah, by the Michael <laughs> Flynn standard, he did commit perjury. So tell us more about yeah, that. Yeah, no, he basically said that uh, – <laughs> I mean he went on the whole thing. He defended the, the investigation, uh-huh. but he said that he could understand why Trump would be upset because there was no evidence of collusion. I'm like, OK, yeah, no no. And then he was like, I, knowing what I know now, I would not have signed off on the warrants. Now, by that statement, you would think that he read the warrants. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of admitted, no, he really didn't read the warrants. He didn't read them. So, um, that's the big news yeah, that came out of it. He yeah, didn't read he what he was read, fucking yeah, signing. he didn't read it. And he, you know, he, 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 did, he doesn't feel that Andrew McCabe disgraced former deputy FBI director Andrew McCabe lied to him, even though that's why uh-huh. Andrew McCabe got fired is because he lied. 
And it was just basically a hot. And he project, also of, said he also said that he didn't think yeah. that the Mueller investigation was tainted politically. Yes, he didn't. He said he wished that the more there was more uh, diversity regarding the prosecutorial team, but he didn't think that it was anything. Yeah, correct. not to mention okay. that basically the lead prosecutor was holding a fundraiser for Joe Biden yeah. until he was pressured not to. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> got outed, so he had to cancel it. But it's just yep. honestly, I mean, part of it is. It, it was not shocking that Rod Rod Rosenstein was not go. He's a career, you know, DOJ official. Well, you know, he the, was not going to go up there and be like, "Oh my God, what I saw was horrible. It, 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 we overreached. Uh, the probe was bullshit." He signed off on it. He's two, not going to recant on something that he personally signed off on. Two things. So. Two things, though. <laughs> One, in the government, it's pervasive that people sign things without reading them. Yes, that happens all the time. Yes. Two. He, I believe, yeah. and this is rumors, just rumors, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, to please Mr. Producer. Up the grapevine. He is a subject of the Durham investigation. I, listen, he is the person who set 25th off. 25th Amendment. Yeah. He set off the second act of this Trump-Russia fiasco. I, that does not yeah. shock me. Yeah. And that's probably true. But so, allegedly, reports. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so last but not least, uh, Representative Lee Zeldin of New York, who I like a lot, yeah. just he made a great observation about the hearing yesterday. Zeldin tweeted, quote, after years of pushing the Trump-Russia collusion fairy tale day in and day out to try to take down the president, often basing their wrong stories on anonymous sources, CNN and MSNBC aren't even covering live the Senate Judiciary hearing with the person who launched the Mueller probe. Oh my God. And that says all you need to know about how scared they are of this. And I think that uh, we're going to get some good developments out of Durham. I really do. Um, you know, they've now kind of branched off into a separate unmasking investigation, just, which means it must be significant to call in another attorney on that. So I have faith in Attorney General Barr. I like him a lot. I think he's done a tremendous job. And if if we are so lucky to have a second term of President Trump, I really hope that he will stay on yeah. through the second term yeah. because he is the guy to come in and clean it up. Mm-hmm. He's a traditionalist. He wants to go to the ways of unbiased FBI, DOJ, and law enforcement in this country as as it ran under him when he was in the Bush administration, the H.W. Bush administration. So we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of triggered of yeah, course yes. uh give us your five star ratings and reviews as always let me see if there's any new ones here because uh i know you know just want to shout out these people right yeah. let's see i do not see any i didn't peruse uh, the, the the accounts dms but we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be sure to, to make you know, sure of course the fans you... who've reached out we'll make sure to give you a shout yeah, out. yeah we hear from our fans some on a daily basis we love talking to all of you and we're going to be hitting a very important milestone coming up on the show probably next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to say thank you to all of you who listen to us every yes. episode. We have yes. a lot of fans who have listened to every single episode. And yeah. the fact that we're almost at 190 episodes, almost 200 episodes, uh, will be coming up on two years of doing Triggered. So yeah. Just wanted to say thank you. You know, yes. we, we love our people. Always feel free to email us, triggered at townhall.com. Send us DMs on our private accounts mm-hmm. or on our uh, triggered THM handle on Twitter. Yep. Um, we love talking to you, and we will be back here for another episode on Tuesday. Let's just pray that our country over yeah. the weekend can find some healing and stay in a state of law and order. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Oh,